0: You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Feeling fiery then. Yep, got chooks, dazzle me, Comanche Warrior, Bombardier Jujon, but it's all slip the Hundy into the home straight. Narissa McMullen with a look in the rear vision mirror. They're getting smaller. And it's all slip the Hundy. Slip the Hundy races away and he is going to bolt in fresh up. Slip the Hundy. I'm feeling fiery, Comanche Warrior. Oh, you've got to love Get that chooks. line. You gotta love that line, have you? Is that the first time you've used that one, Chris Barsby? Good morning. Love it. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a new one. <laughs> Getting smaller. I loved it. But he's a, he's a talented horse, Chris. I know we spoke about him last week. 11 wins now from 26 starts. I mean, what level can he get to? And where does he sit in the scheme of things? Slip the hundy. Well, just locally, Steve. He's probably a long way off the, the real top ones as far as his grade is concerned. So... Meeting the likes of Black Sedans, Turn It Up, and, and Co. at free for all level. We probably won't get to see him at that level because, as we know, he's been sold to North American interests and uh, he'll be leaving. I think that was his only start that he'll have before he gets on that flight and heads to North America. So it's the great unknown how far he could have gone um, because, you know, his record proves that he's a very good horse and, in particular, a very good short course horse. So, uh, you know, it's. Probably mixed emotions for the camp. Nerissa McMullen and Matty Elkins, they were probably keen to sell because, you know, obviously the price was too good to, to refuse. But at the same time, um, they have probably left a little bit in the tank as well. Mm. Mark Ducks is with us. Chris? Well, I wanted to talk to Mark about a horse that is resuming on Saturday night. And I'll get to him in a moment. The horse in question is Apollo Dreams. But Mark was in the winner's circle last night. Mark, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris someone within the stable had something on Regal Nightshade last night?
1: Yeah, I don't think it was too many he had too
0: much on him, that's for sure. Mm. Did it shock you that he was able to get the, the job done last night?
1: Oh, look, Chris, he, he's been racing okay, but, you know, he's uh, he's getting to a stage that he's, uh, he's getting older, and he's not as good as he used to be, and if he doesn't get the right trip, you know, he's in trouble, and last night he he got a decent trip and didn't work off the gate. A lot of things went his way and uh,
0: he was able to get the job done. Mm. And at big odds, big, big odds. So he lives to fight another day, Regal Nightshade. Let's talk about Apollo Dreams, who's resuming on Saturday night. He's going around in a really good race. The Alderman Tools three-year-old pays. There's plenty of quality in this field. Where does he sit for you, Apollo Dreams? Oh, look, Chris, I, I think he's an nice horse. A little
1: bit of a tricky draw. Um, the two-horse probably looks the leader in the race, uh, Trent Dawson's horse, and uh, he trialed good the other day. So, you know, he's going to be tough to beat. And then you've got Grant's horse, Free Freethinker, and Pete's got a couple going good in the race. So, you know, it's, it's not an easy race. And as I said, a little bit of a tricky draw. We'll just probably have to roll across and just,
0: just see what happens. OK. Four starts, three wins, and a second. That last start, Defeat was his only defeat and it was against Freethinker who you meet again here on Saturday night. That was back in early February. He's had a little bit of a fresh up, and as you mentioned, he trialled recently. Does he seem a little bit uh, different this time in compared to last campaign? He, he's starting to learn to relax a little
1: bit. Um, he was always a little bit keen and, um, you know, always scared of things. You know, he, he had a bad experience when he had his first, well, he didn't actually have a start, but... He was going around in a race, and um, the horse just did a left-hand turn at the start and and knocked four horses over, and he happened to be one of them. And, uh, and of course, it was a no race. And, uh, you know, I got tipped out, and um, he sort of took off and raced around for a lap. So, you know, it wasn't a good starting point for him, and he's always sort of been a little bit shy and looking at things and that. But, uh, look, he he seemed to settle down pretty good, and his trial
0: was nice the other day. Okay, well just on that trial, um, he, he won, it was a narrow margin over the girl from Rosedale who's pretty sharp in her own right, but there was a lot of pleasing signs in that trial. The fact that once that horse loomed to his outside, he was able to switch on and and finish off the trial. Was that the best part of the trial for you? Yeah, look, we were pretty happy. Matthew said he,
1: you know, when the other horse came to him, he just picked up and went again and he was doing it quite comfortably going to the line. So. You know, we were more than happy with his trial and happy to be going into the race on Saturday night. And As I said, um, would have been nice to draw on two rather than three and uh, we had a lot more options. But uh, look, in saying that, I, I still think he'll
0: race well. Okay. What are you looking at? Constellation's fast approaching. Uh, are you just going to stick to the three-year-old races? Are you tempted by the Queensland Sun, the Hayden, their new races? So are you looking at those or you just want to stick to your own age group with him? Look, at this stage, Chris, we're just going to play it by ear.
1: Um, obviously, look for all the, the 3 year races to start with and uh, and just sort of see how he comes up. It's, you know, like all the three-year-olds, they have all got to take another step to step up to those horses, and especially if you're going to race the four-year-olds. You know, there's they're quite quite some decent horses in the four-year-olds, so it's not an easy task taking on the four-year-olds. But, um, look, we'll just take it run by run, see what he comes up with, and... Um, if he gets the job done, what we hope he does, um, who knows what
0: might happen in the next few months. Okay. Has there been any sort of approach or interest about the Hayden race, the slot race?
1: Oh, look, Chris, I've I spoke to someone about it at this stage, but it's, you know, it's all up in the air. Um, it'll all depend on how, how we come up and race. And, you know, it's the same for a lot of horses, I suppose. You know, they've got to come out and do the job. It's all right, you know, picking them now, but... You know, it's still a little bit down the track. Anything can go wrong and, you know, some horses will jump out of the ground and,
0: and some, you know, don't improve as much as you'd like them to. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see, but it's good to see him back there on Saturday night. A couple of other runners on on Saturday night for you. Captain Nemo, he just missed last week. He's going better than what the numerical form reads.
1: Yeah, he is. He keeps drawing bad. You know, the bad alleys are sort of making it hard for him. You know, he's either got to do a lot of work to get there and... And if he does a lot of work, they've just been running such quick times. It makes it a little bit hard for him, you know. And again, we've come up with a pretty ordinary draw, so we're going to be out the back. But look, he, he did go good last week. And if he can race up to what he did last week, um, I'm sure he's there about.
0: Okay. And what about Argyle, the ex-Lincoln Farms runner? Uh, he's going well, Placed three of his last four. Another one that went really well last week. He's got a tricky gate here on Saturday night. But is he close to a win? Oh, look, he is, you
1: know, I thought he could nearly win last week and he just got knocked off, you know. This week, as you said, a little bit trickier to draw um, and, and probably a tougher race too as well. But, uh, look, he's racing well and I think he's an honest horse. He mightn't be any superstar,
0: but, you know, he won't be far off, that's for sure. Okay, speaking of Lincoln Farms, have they reached out? Are they likely to head back for our carnival in July?
1: Uh, yeah, I think they're coming at this stage. Um, if all goes well, I'm pretty sure Copy that's going to come. And uh, they've got a couple of other horses they're thinking about bringing. It's just a matter of um, how they sort of keep going the next couple of weeks. And uh, if everything's well with them, I'm sure they'll be over here. All right. And Tommy Lincoln, when do we see him again? Uh, look, I end up giving Tommy a little bit of a break. Um, the races just haven't been standing up. Um, they didn't stand up again this Saturday night you know, that's two weeks in a row now so I just decided to give him a week or so off, you know, just to freshen him up he's been up a long time, he's been racing since probably September last year so, you know, he was getting close to a break and um, kind of with no races around it sort of forced me to to give him that little break now.
0: Mm. He's going well though, isn't he?
1: He is, he's racing really well, like um, you know, he's kind of maybe a length off all the better ones, but, I mean, he can run the time, and if something goes wrong with the others and he gets the right trips, um, he's thereabouts. you know. That's the sort of horse he is, you know, but just so frustrating. You, you can't get the right draws. He keeps coming up with bad alleys. Every time it's a random barrier, he seems to draw, you know, out wide, and, you know, and then you've got horses, like, turning up at too much speed in the race, and it just it makes it awkward because you, you can't really... Um, can't go forward on those sort of nights, you know, when you've got someone turning up drawing inside you. So, you know, you're sort of forced to go back. And then if they go
0: so slow, well, you, you just don't get in the race. Yeah, yeah, fair call. Cool. And one other one that I wanted to ask about, always being me. Uh, I'm a bit of a fan of this, uh, this mare. She tries her heart out each and every time she steps out. Now, she was fresh up the other week, had a, a very awkward draw. Were you happy with the first up effort?
1: Yeah, no, I was Chris. Um, that was the first run for a while and look, she, she hit the line nice and I, I think the last half was 55 or just fraction under 55, you know, so you can't go much better and she was wide, just probably lost a little bit of ground coming to the corner. She didn't probably run the bend as well and, and that probably cost her from finishing a little bit closer. But, um, yeah, for a first run back, yeah, more than happy and, uh, still she'll go around Friday night. She's drawn a little bit awkwardly again. Um, But look, you know, another run won't hurt her and um, and then we'll sort of start to get into the right sort of races. she'll probably run in a mare's race and, uh, you know, she'll be in it right up to her ears.
0: Could she be a potential Hayden sort of candidate herself, always be me, if her form, you know, is looking good leading up to that race? Could could she attract interest? Well, she probably could, Chris, but I I don't think there's a lot of um, room for four-year-old
1: mares in the race. I don't don't think you find that... um, Is there only one spot for them, I think? Barrier four, is it? Um, Just off the top of my head, I didn't think there was a lot of spots with four-year-old mares, which makes it harder. Um, Yeah. So I don't know whether, you know, she'd be looking at a spot, you know. She's probably good enough too, but, um, you know, I think those barrier draws, you know, like I'm pretty sure I think it's only barrier four or something that a four-year-old mare can actually go in, so um okay. yeah and I, we'll see how she sort of comes up the next few runs and but you never know you know she's she's definitely good enough i don't think there's any doubt yeah. about that but um it's just a matter of um whether she's the one that could be
0: getting that spot or you know there's someone else who's got something else in mind yeah fair enough well we'll watch with interest on friday when she starts that's not a bad race and it's a sticky draw. as head drawn gate five there over the mile Team's going well. Good to see uh, Apollo Dreams back in action this Saturday night. We'll, uh, we'll see you trackside. Sounds good, Chris. Thanks very much. There's Mark Ducks joining us. So uh, a lot to look forward to as far as that stable is concerned because they're starting to get some of their uh, better quality performers up and about at the right time as well with the Carnival fast approaching. This man will be up and about because he's producing some of his big guns this weekend and there's a lot to talk about. Trent Dawson is online and he joins us now. Trent, good morning. Morning, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, just talking to Mike Ducks. He's got a polo dream stepping out in this high-quality three-rolled race on Saturday night, and here you are with your Group 1 winner for real life, drawn to his inside. So this is going to be a good contest.
2: Yeah, it's a tricky little race, that one, on Saturday night. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't want to swap for any others but, um, at this point. With, uh, with my guy, he's pretty, uh, you know, he's... He's had his, had his bit of time off and he's come back. He was pretty sharp on um, Friday when he trialed. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, we can we can make a good
0: performance on Saturday night. Well, everything that could go wrong did go wrong first up when he was uh, coming back for this year, 2023. That was back in uh, late January. You, you gave him a little bit of a let up and he returned with that trial last week. What did you take away from that trial last week?
2: Oh, I mean, it was opposition-wise. There was, you know, they were just unraised two-year-olds that he was racing. So I mean, there was no no real pressure. But it, but he went out there. He handled. It, he relaxed nice, um, which he seems to be doing this time back in. Um, did everything nice, and obviously, you know, he, he, he shot the lights out that last quarter, and you know, probably probably could have run quicker. He, he's a very fast horse when he wants to be. So um, you know, we just got to. You know, try and maintain him and, and keep him up, and like you sort of there's, there's there's still a fair bit left in him, I think. We're sort of we know we've got a, a big three months coming up, so um, yeah, you know, we're sort of we're, we're building to it. But he but he's pretty he's going to be he's pretty good for Saturday night anyway. So um, yeah,
0: so we'll we'll get a good bit of a good lineup for where we're at. Okay, he finished off that trial in twenty six one. He looked very comfortable, as you said. So there was probably a little bit left in the tank there. So just going back to that first day uh, back in late January, no ill effects from what happened that day.
2: No, we we were very cautious with it. Like we went gold standard. We gave him gave him probably more time than he needed for it. Um, but uh, you know, like we we tried to bury that and, uh, and put it behind us. But but the the good things are, I think the extra the extra bit of time off and um, is going to be good for him overall. Because like I, I think he probably grew more in the in the month that he had off than he did. Um, in a three months he had off after his, you know, two year old campaign. So uh, I think he, he's actually I, I like the way he's looking better now than what he was um, earlier in the year. So I think, um, you know, we're we trying to drag the positives out of it. And yeah, it went to went up the creek um, early in the year, but I, I think we're in a pretty good spot now. So um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that was just a, just another step in the, in what's going to be a good year. Hopefully You're having.
0: Having a good look at him at the trials the other day, he's always been a good style of colt, but uh, he looks like he's been able to to thicken up, mature, and uh, he, he probably looks more like a thoroughbred than a standard bred.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a gorgeous looking horse. I I um he, he's quite quite easy to go down to the sales of the morning and, uh, and hang around him because he's um he's a, he really is a gorgeous looking horse. So um you know he, he's starting to become a boy now. He he knows, he knows he's still a colt so. Um,
0: you know, he, he's got to he's got to start, um, you know, living up to his attitude a bit. Okay. Well, with this race on Saturday night, drawn gate Two, you're a gate Speed horse. Uh, what sort of time do you think you'll need to run to, to win this race?
2: Oh, I mean, I'd I'd love to run two minutes if we could, um, <laughs> but but you know, like they they weren't fifty three the same sort of quality horses last week. You know, they're probably going to go around about the same here on Saturday night. So, you know, I, I think I think we're we're sort of we're we're ready to go sort of what we need to go at this point over the mile and we'll sort of build him up, sort of get a bit more distance into him over the over the coming months. But um yeah, you know, hopefully hopefully that it you know, it's not a not a war, but um, you know, I, I think if we you know, somewhere around fifty three it'll probably be a realistic realistic target for what that race will have the winner will have to run that on Saturday night.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to look ahead to the what you've got coming up. Short term, I'm curious to see which way you go, but you've got the Rickliffe Derby June 24. You've got the, the Queensland Sun, if you want to go that way, taking on the four-year-old the following week. Then there's the Rising Sun, possibly, and then there's the Hayden Race, and you've got the Queensland Derby. Um, they're obviously all eligible races for your guy for real life, but what are you looking at with those and what have we got coming up short term?
2: Uh, well, I mean, short term, I mean, I guess there's, um, you know, the breed is coming up in a month's time and, and then we've got, you know, shortly after that, the, uh, the Red Cliff, um, three-year-old race. Um, so that's around the corner there, our sort of, uh, main target sort of directly in the next sort of six weeks. And, um, yeah, then, then basically he's going he's to tell us where he wants to race after that, you know, where, where he's good enough to race and, and, um. Yeah, we'll, we'll let him do the talking after that, but I mean, he's, he's going to be there and, um, you know, he's, he's, he's ready to go. And if he wants to be good enough, I mean, he's going to be, he could, he could race in any, any one of those races if he wanted to.
0: Okay. So with that Recliffe race, a race that he was placed in last year, Tardelli, I noticed, is back at the trials today. So it's likely he's headed that way as well?
2: Yeah, well, he, he, we sort of haven't seen Cardelli for a, for a little bit. Obviously, they had the, you know, they've got sort of similar targets to what we do. Probably, um, you know, I, I'd I'd rather him not be there if it, if it was possible for for my personal chances. But I mean, he's a great horse, and and I mean, if, you know, we'll 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 end up sort of sparring off hopefully at Redcliffe.
0: If um, you know, might be the start of a busy year for both of us. Okay. Just on the Hayden race, I just asked Mark Ducks about it with Apollo Dreams. Any early interest uh, for that race?
2: Uh, well, we've had a, a couple of sort of just early discussions um, about racing in it, but, you know, sort of nothing, nothing sort of, obviously, we were all we were a little bit sort of hesitant. Um, well, not hesitant, I'd say hesitant isn't the right word, um, but you know, you're just cautious when we're coming back from what he come back early in the year, but um, that's all behind us now, and um, you know, so it's definitely a race that's on the radar for us. Uh, he's he's gonna, you know, if he keeps tracking the way he's tracking, like since he since he's been back in work, I mean, I think it's probably a race we're going to have to have a very very good red hot crack at. So, um, you know, I think um, you know it's a it's a it's a target, but the targets
0: are all flexible at this point okay one of your other staff performers uh is stepping out and resuming on saturday night future assured where where does this guy sit because he still looks uh really untapped he's got a good record he looked really sharp in that recent trial so where does he fit in
2: well he's you know he's a really really good horse and and probably been i guess somewhat disappointing for a horse of um, the ability that we know he's got he's just been a little bit immature in his mind because he's He's always had the tools, um, you know, speed, and he's strong and can carry it a long way. Um, he's just been a bit immature in his mind as a two- and three-year-old. So we're actually looking quite looking forward to his four-year-old campaign. Um, he, he probably should have raced, you know, over the last couple of weeks, but just races weren't holding up. But um, we sort of just bit the bullet and decided to go into town with him. Um, but, yeah, he could, you know, I don't know where he'll end up. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was somewhere you know much higher than where he's been. So um, you know, he, he's it's a good place to start on Saturday night. And you know, his trial there was probably getting him towards sort of three or four weeks ago now. But that was that was super sharp what he'd done that day. Um, you know, so so we can you know, if he can if he can sort of do something like that on Saturday night, he should be going very close.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that trial uh, you don't want to overstate it, but. He was awesome in that trial. Hot and Treacherous won uh, 52-7. He was on the front end. Speak the Truth was third. We saw what he did first up. So do you take good confidence out of that, knowing that Speak the Truth was behind you? Sure, he was off a fairly long break, but uh, to see him come out and deliver what he did first up in that gold bullion race, that must fill you with confidence.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, in, in many ways, it's probably good um, and it's bad because, I mean, you, you see... Speak the truth, come out and do that, and it franks your trial form. But it's also a bit scary to know that you're going to have to be lining up against horses like that all year long. You know, so they're, su- they're such a good, um, good strong crop. Even just local crops. You know, if no one decides to come to Queensland, it's going to be tough racing. So, um, you know, he's he's um, he's going to have to. You know, they're all going to have to be really good on the on the night to to um, to have a good winter this year. I think.
0: Are you looking at all those big thrilled races with future assured?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like every everything's on the table, but nothing's locked in. Um, once again, you know he could he could very well, like I say, he's he's always had the um, the ability. He's got all the tools to be a really really good horse. Um, he's just got to just got to line them all up on on at the right time. Um, but I, I think you know we we've deliberately been you know very. Very, very sparingly raced, and um, you know, you have been kind to him. I don't, I don't think he's had sort of twenty starts yet. So, um, you know, the best in him should be should be yet to come. I'd say.
0: Okay, here's a really good question for you: If both future is short and for real life are starting in the Hayden, which one are you going to drive?
2: Well, it's a, it's a, it's actually a non-question. It gets taken out of my, uh, my hands. I, oh, I know why. I lie, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can be really diplomatic and, and uh, just say the stewards make me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, we'll wait and see. But, uh, yeah, they're two really nice horses. And just on Future Assured, that was his little brother that stepped out last night, Fact Finder. What did you make of his effort?
2: Um, yeah, well, I, I think he's actually a really good horse. Um, probably I'm probably a bit higher on him than I was a
0: Future Assured as a two-year-old.
2: And I was actually quite disappointed with his run, uh, last night so we're just we're, we're actually you know admits to gonna do some investigations to find out why we thought he sort of disappointed us um but yeah I, I i expect really good things from him um it just didn't happen to be last night so but we'll i think we'll i think we'll get to the bottom of it and um you know next time we see him hopefully we see we see that something like the the real horse that we think we got
0: yeah he looked good in that reason trey he's a very compact little colt isn't he yeah, he's only, he's only tiny. Um, he, he's quite, quite small, actually, but
2: um, you, don't, you don't tend to notice it as much when you sit behind him, so it's always a good sign, you know, like they, they, the small horses, they've got to they have something going for him and, and he just he doesn't feel like you're sitting behind a small horse. So. But I think, we'll, I think we'll get to the bottom of him um, hopefully soon and, um, you yeah, know, next time we see him, hopefully we'll, the real one
0: will stand up. Okay. How many more two-year-olds have you got to produce this year?
2: uh well we he was the first one we've raced this year i think uh, we've still got three more that to come um two of them go all right um the other one's sort of taken a little bit more time but i uh, I don't think we've got a bad bunch of them actually um you know the this guy was probably because yeah, he's been a bit small, he was actually probably a bit later than all the others he just he'd come around quicker in the end um but yeah i I think there's there's at least another one I think that goes probably similar to him so. Yeah, hopefully we can we can get them get them all, all our ducks in a row very soon and um, and get some to the races.
0: All right, your other Group One winner is Magical mayo She resumed last week with a tidy third. Were you happy with her run?
2: Yeah, I was. I was ecstatic with her run. She um she kind of takes a bit to come back. She's a bit of a gross doing little filly or mare now. Um, so yeah, I was really happy with that. You no, know, yeah. Realistically, the two horses that beat her last week were really good horses in their own right, um, you know, aged horses, seasoned horses. So I, um, you know, and even some of the ones we beat home were really good horses too. So I, I was I was really happy with her run last week. Um, she, she goes around again on Friday night. So a tough race again, but, um, you yeah, know, she, she's sort of getting around to doing something, I think.
0: Okay. <clears throat> and Sarah's done one last night for you. Went off at good odds. Uh, were you surprised?
2: Um. No, I, I thought she'd been she'd been near a win, but um, she's probably had sort of a dozen starts, and I and I thought nearly you know, she's won one race, but I thought nearly every other race she probably could have won. She just she's she's never really um, delivered on on promise. But you know, in saying that, like she's um, she's a little bit of a, a hot-headed horse, so she she's sort of been been in spots sometimes that. Um, you know she gets she gets herself a bit worked up so i mean she she might be starting a penny to drop but um yeah see what see what happens next week i guess
0: okay she is the uh, younger half sister to talent to spare. what is there an update can i ask what what's happening with talent to despair
2: yep she she's back in work she's probably a month away from the trials. so um we, we actually haven't been racing that many over the last few months and um, haven't been winning that many but we've <laughs> It's been really, really good getting up every morning and going down to working because all the bands are back together. We've got all the good ones are in and um, we're <laughs> working them, and uh, it's, quite, it's quite enjoyable actually. But we're, we're getting to the time very soon where we'll all be back at the races, so it might get might start being fun going to the races again.
0: Yeah, well, that's good news. Good news. Well, you're in the uh, the winning uh, circle last night, a winner's circle last night with Sarah's son. Hopefully, it continues this weekend. Best of luck. Good to see them back in action for real life and also future assured. Thanks a lot, Chris. Here's Trent Dawson joining us. So uh, he's certainly got some firepower in his camp, and uh, he's going to unveil some of that on Saturday night. So a lot to look forward to. Darren Clayton's going to be fired up because uh, we're starting to get into that right time of the year when we're starting to see all of this uh, star power back at the races. Darren, good
3: morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. I feel like you might have just been rubbing it in a little bit there. I was keen on Sarah's son last week. She runs second and then comes out and runs wins last night. And I was keen on his other runner, Fact Finder, last night. So I'm none for two in the past two weeks with Trent's runners. But, yeah, good to hear his team's up and up and about and not too far off a return.
0: Yeah, we've got some good racing this week. Yeah, and that three-year-old race is a ripper.
3: Yeah, sure is. And... Um, you know it's just stacked with talent in uh, in there and um you know we we spoke last year about how good the three-year-old crop was the queensland crop will um it might be missing sort of the out and out superstar like we had last year in leap to fame but geez there's some really nice horses there for real life apollo dreams Whisper a Secret, I thought was really good again last week in winning. Um, yeah, and Free Thinker, he comes back from a, from a New South Wales campaign where he tackled the derby, made it through to the final, and finished midfield. So, um, and that's just probably the, the, the pick of them. There's plenty more there just under the surface.
0: Yeah, well, just a few others that I wanted to ask about just to see where you think they fit. Uh, And they're not Q-bred horses. They're Kiwi-bred horses. Lose Dream's unbeaten for Jack Butler. Uh, Three for three. Could he be developing into a Constellations type? Is the Derby a bridge too far for him? And Golden Bay, who won first up last week, he's going to step out again, I think, on Friday night again. Um, Sort of how do you grade him?
3: Yeah, well, I think Golden Bay, the first one, he he probably... um, I probably didn't respect the race he came out of in New Zealand enough first up and what he was able to do. Um, I thought he might have just been... uh, I know it was only a quiet trial at Redcliffe. Um, I thought I I didn't see enough out of that, but, uh, geez, he was pretty impressive in his first up win and and did it easily. You expect he would only get better from that run. So, um, you know, I think he's certainly... Um, got the makings of a very nice horse after that performance, so he's one that, um, you know, where he measures up I'd like to see how he he goes around next time, that first up effort perhaps didn't beat too much, but uh, Lou's dream on the other hand, I've been really taken with what he's been able to achieve in in his short time Um, he came out and uh, trialed. He trialled pretty impressively first up when he when he arrived for Jack Butler. Chloe took the drive on that occasion. Second out of that trial was Whisperer's Secret. Now, Whisperer's Secret has come out and put uh, three together on end. So he beat Whisperer's Secret. His lose dream has then also been able to put three on end and, and done it impressively and stepped up each time Um He's done it from back in the pack, coming wide. He's done it from in front. Um, the last win where he's worked home wide off the track and um, they've broke 155 on that occasion. And, um, you know, again, probably the depth overall, not, not super strong, but the way he finished them off and the way he found the line I thought was really pleasing. And he's certainly one um, that can, looks like he'll, he'll take that next step.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's looking the goods. I know it's going to be a a huge class rise for him, but uh, you can only win and he's doing exactly that. Just from the trials, there's a lot to talk about with the trials. Uh, Firstly, down south, we've got Tardelli resuming in a trial today for Ricky Algin and the Laspina, so we'll be very interested to see how he performs in his trial. Uh, Also down there today, you've got South Coast Arden and uh, Bondi Lockdown, and South Coast Arden was able to win that open class trial. My order rate was 54.6. They got home in 26.6, so that's good signs because South Coast Arden is getting set for a a Queensland Constellations campaign. We've got Uptown Beach Girl, who's probably the best pacing mayor in Queensland right now. She resumes with a trial tonight at Redcliffe. And then last night, uh, we had a few trialers of interest. Black Sedans, the track record holder, he was awesome in a stand start trial. Won by 38 metres. Uh, 56.9 Darren, 2138 minutes. First half, 58.9. Middle half, 56.3. Last half, 54. 55.4. Last mile and 54.3. He looked really, really good. Cat King Cole was back at the trial. She was able to win a trial. 54.4. Captain Shuffles won a trial and rated 53.8. So, as I mentioned, there's several big guns that are starting to flex right now.
3: Yeah, certainly are, and it was um, it was good to see Black Sedance get that qualification from the Stand Start Trial with a bit of the, uh, you know, the Stand Start season, so to speak, with what we've got up here at the moment. So we might see him in some of those uh, bigger ones. Um, yeah, good to see Cat King Cole, um, able to, to back up her first trial again really uh, stepped it up a, a little bit further this time drew wide and, and got home pretty strongly they've rated 54-4 in her trial captain shuffles and bangkok dj they were both probably inconclusive out of the same trial of cat king cole um at the last trial where there was a bit of a scrimmage and they got put out of play so it was good to see them uh bounce back and and put a strong performance on the board good time there captain shuffles 53.9 and uh another one out of that trial it's good to see minola playboy back at the track so he's um Mm. he's sort of been out and about and missed a a fair bit of racing but um yeah he's back there so um yeah it's all happening at the trials there's going to be some really good racing coming up in, in the short term and as we build into that carnival it's just going to get even better Okay, fill in the blanks for me here.
0: This is just hypothetically as well. The Blacks are a fake is due to be run on July 22. Just putting together a, a field right now. Turn it up. Blacks are dance. Copy that. Magnificent storm. Better zip it. Bondi lockdown. Self assured South Coast Arden. Not a bad race
3: there. No, not at all. And The other one you could probably throw in, on, and not knowing where they're at, the Inter Dominion champion, I cast no shadow. So, yeah, um, you know, it's and and that's just
0: rock and
3: roll, do as well. Yeah, and that's you know, we're not even really scratching the surface. That's just a a quick off the top of the head. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a a cracking race. Um, Just. Just with those trailers going back to those, Chris Tardelli was a scratching out of his trial this morning. So uh, hopefully all okay there and just uh, um, nothing too serious with him. Of course, he's got a super record, Tardelli. Uh, Six or seven wins, only been defeated once. But, yeah, that that black's a fake race. geez, it's going to be a belter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And two other horses of interest that are trialling today, well, down at Melbourne anyway, uh, Sebi. We spoke with Andy Gath last week. Uh, he's been purchased from the stables of Tony Hurler. He mentioned that the Queensland Derby is definitely on the radar at this stage for Seve. So he's going to have a trial today. And Just Believe, who's the uh, current Inter-Dominion champ, uh, he's bound for, for Europe. He's going over to contest the Lop. He's also having a trial. And over in the West today, and we'll get more on this tomorrow, with Matty Young, but uh, those big boys are stepping out again in never-ending and shockwave. They're going around in different trials, obviously, but uh, there's a bit of star power about, so we'll chase up results there. We've got harness racing tonight at uh, Redcliffe, and we've got heats three and four of the hot rods, uh, Darren. So where do we find your best bet?
3: Yeah, well, the, the... The best bet on the card I thought would come up in race five, and it's horse number one, Yogi. Uh, he's had two runs back from a spell, and they've both been at Marburg through the standing start gold strike series. He qualified for that series with a, a pretty good trial at Albion Park from behind the tapes. Um, he then went out to that series, did pretty well, made a mess of the first or, of the heat, and sat parked and was able to hold third, and then um, in the consolation again finished third. Back to Redcliffe, back to mobile conditions, and gate one is a big advantage. He's a two-time winner at Redcliffe. Um, Actually, sorry, he's a three-time winner at Redcliffe. All three of his career victories have been at Redcliffe. So I can see him holding the front and taking them all the way. Race five, number one, Yogi.
0: 270 currently with tab fixed priced right now. That's the best bet. Race five, number one, that's the first leg of the quaddy as well. What else uh, tickles your fancy tonight
3: at Redcliffe? Yeah, there's one in the last race, Chris, that uh, we have to be patient there, but I thought it found its race and it's uh, number one. Again, Tuffy sounds like it could be a pair of cartoon characters, Yogi and Tuffy. Um, But um, yeah, Tuffy's placed his past two, hasn't really had much luck in barriers from those two starts inside the second line, and he got shuffled back last time out and and closed out pretty well um, behind a a handy two-year-old filly in Teagan Lee. Um, I think he finds every opportunity to finally get on the board there tonight. There's not much to his outside. His two main dangers, drawn eight and nine. So if Darren McCall can just rate Tuffy in front, he looks to get every opportunity. Race 10, number one, Tuffy. Okay, 4.20 there, so some value
0: for the last race. Race 10, number one, the quaddy uh, Are we standing out,
3: Yogi, in that first leg? Yeah, I'd be happy to stand him out. If there's a, a danger, it's probably going to be on his back in the term of Aurora Fig. So, But uh, I'm keen on Yogi there. The second leg, uh, I've got number five, Raworth Girl on top. She was a good winner. Two starts back at Redcliffe. That was her first run in 12 months. So that was a, a really good effort. And then um she got it all wrong last time out so she can bounce back here um dangers number two rambling on who can get across to the pegs number six atomic pete he's uh he's knocking on the door he's not far away so um even though railworth girl is odds on at the moment with tab i think uh, we'll throw in some others there so two five and six third leg race seven uh racing two here i thought number one tactics are roll and gets the options to either lead or take a trail she's got three career wins they've all been at Redcliffe. bg's best he comes out of last week's trot rods um he's a free roller so from gate two he can certainly get forward so i think it's one or two there and the last leg, um, a little bit tricky. I've got number two, Betting Baron, on top. He probably gets his opportunity here. Um, he's back into the 30 to 40 rated performers here for the first time, and from that gate, he'd be hard to stop. Throwing number six, feeling the power, and number three, Chase and Dream. She's certainly um, she was a Marburg winner when resuming from a spell that didn't go to plan last time. So we'll bring it home with two, three, and six.
0: Okay, so your quaddy numbers tonight one into two five and six into one and two into two three six uh two three six so if you wanted that extra runner in that first leg you can throw in the seven so are the thoughts of darren tonight best bet is race five number one yogi and he also likes race 10 number one Tuffy. now two other little mentions that i've jotted down this morning for you uh Laney Dwyer got his first winner on Monday night. Little change was able to score. So he's on the board. He's got that maiden victory. And I think it's going to be the first of many for Laney. So congratulations there. The other one, um, we, we love following drivers and love following, uh, you know, their their hot streaks. I'll tell you who's who's got a, a streak going at the moment. Pete Mullen just in the last 10 days, he would have notched a, a number of wins. He had a treble again last night. He had a quartet recently. So... He's seeing them quite
3: nicely right now. Making up for that time that he's he spent off the off the scene with his enforced layoff he got um, I think he won the last three races of last night um, and then tonight he's got uh, five drives and reasonably good chances there tactics are rolling who who i think can win and october racketeer so uh, a couple of the others might be a bit harder to go but yeah he's certainly making up for lost time that's for sure and i think um uh that last or the second last winner last night um was it checking it out the talent won the second last race or whichever one yeah, won yeah, the, the second last race. yeah whichever one won Um, he bought up the 50 so he's now on 51 wins for the season Um, so he's clawed in his way into equal second place after he was about sixth or seventh when he came back from his um, one of his suspensions there so he's certainly um, he's not going to go down one or die wondering anyway in this title race that's for sure
0: so as it stands Nathan clear leader so Pete would now join Brendan Barnes
3: Yeah, they're both equal on 51 wins. So um, Nathan on 130 and and then Brendan and Pete on 51 each. Um, Pete's 51 coming from 279 runners. So um, he's seeing them pretty well.
0: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot to look forward to over the next couple of days. You'll rejoin me on Friday. Jared Daffy's back on the show on Friday. He'll be going through all the market movers for the uh, other weekend speeches. So he's back on air on Friday with us. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to find uh, plenty of winners because Queensland is going to be well represented by the look of it down in Sydney with those uh, APG races.
3: Yeah, they um, they look pretty pretty solid, and we've got a, a couple of good chances there with um, More Sass and Agent Black, and uh, yeah, a few others. So um, certainly looking forward to what what they bring on
0: there on Saturday night, at the angle. Okay. Uh, Darren, as always, appreciate the time. We'll chat again on Friday. And, Steve, that wraps up Mobile Rolling for this Wednesday morning.